and welcome back to another cliche podcast. Today I'm joined with Daniel and Maddie. We will talk about the cliche, one person can make a difference. So could you tell me why you chose this cliche for today? So I picked this cliche because growing up I had my parents divorced and so I didn't really have anyone I could really lean on while I was going through that experience. So um, I currently work in early childhood education and I work with ages from infant to, to school age and every kid like has a story, has a family, has problems that they go through. So I like to be that person where I can make a difference in their lives and be that person that, you know, I kind of needed during that time. That's why I picked that cliche because it just, it just resonates with me. Like I just believe in it so much. So. I love that. And just in case any of the audience members don't know uh, what an ECE does, maybe a little bit of a background. So essentially, like I work with children from ages like probably like six months or older to at least 13 years of age. Essentially, like what we do is we will watch them like while their parents are at work and we'll take care of them, do activities with them that initiate learning. We do, we call it play-based learning. So they learn through their play. We feed them, we take care of them, we change their diapers. We, you know, like we just give them good opportunities throughout the day to learn and just be happy and to grow. And then um, even for the school leaders, it's before and after school. So we take care of kids who don't have a way to get home yet right away. So they have to stay at school for, you know, after school or before school because their parents have to work. We do that too. Like we hang out with older kids and, you know, we help them that way too. So essentially you're just there to help their early years of learning. Like you're giving them the most positive experiences. So because the early years of someone's life is the most important one. So you want to be like that type of person to give them like good quality, like learning and environment so they can grow as a human being. You're basically there for them physically, nurturing them, giving them, providing them snacks, meals, and even emotionally, you're there to support them and educationally. I can see why you wanted to pick that cliche that one person can make a difference. Right. Yeah. And how it aligns with your career. And how about you, Daniel? Um, so I chose the cliche, uh, one person can make a difference. Um, because, uh, growing up, you know, in a small town here, there wasn't many services available to children and people, um, you know, going through some hard times. It was always having, it was always be available in Windsor. So we'd always have to drive and, um, there wasn't many services here locally in our area. And, you know, having seen, you know, the poverty people are facing here, um, it made me want to make that difference as I got older and, uh, provide those services to people here in my local area. So, you know, people aren't having to drive back and forth every day. Going through my hardships as a teenager into my adolescence, I always felt that push to make a difference. So, which is why I chose the career social work. Want to provide a little bit of a background? What I know social work field is very broad, but a little bit of a background, if you can, of what that profession looks like. Yeah. So, um, you know, as you know, social workers provide assistance, resources to families, children, the elderly, provide those services, resources, counseling to enhance their overall well-being. And yeah, we work in uh, different settings, you know, jails, hospitals, schools, um, just to provide that support for people to get you know back on their feet, reach their, their full potential. I could see how your profession and Maddie's profession just perfectly aligns with this cliche that one person can make a difference. And I see that you're putting yourself as that one person. I'm wondering if you know the origin of the cliche um i don't personally i don't know the origin i mean obviously i heard it growing up through like media and movies and even googling quotes to put under my captions when i was 12 years old yeah i've I've never heard of it either i don't know where exactly came from but i've heard of it can you tell us well 
I looked it up out of curiosity. I wonder where it came from. Is it some sort of, I don't know, did it come from <laughs> Shakespeare or something? <laughs> but on record, the earliest date it was used was May 4th, 1962 by oh. former president of the United States, JFK. He was using it in a speech basically to get the citizens to cooperate and saying like they one person can make a difference you you can make a difference which brings wow. me to my next question about the level of difference first of all do, if you think it's valid that one person can make a difference and if you do what level of difference are we talking about are you talking about one-on-one -on -one? Are you talking about on a, in a domestically in a country or internationally globally you know, I think I think someone can make a difference one-on-one. Um, -on -one. Like, you know, for example, in my profession of social work, you're making a difference with individuals, you know, depending on the setting that you work in. I think that we strive as social workers to help that individual reach their full potential. And I think that's making a difference in that individual's lives based off of their experiences growing up, whether it's utilizing like substance abuse or they're going through domestic violence. I think once you help that person, you know, overcome those experiences and help them solve their own problems, I think that's making a big difference in that person's life. Broadly, though, I think like in general, just through campaigns and like utilizing social media as a platform, we have lots of technology and easy access to internet these days. So I think using trends such as like hashtags, raising awareness of certain issues in the world and bringing people together in that way, I think that's making a difference in itself as well. So I mean, it just depends on the context. But I think if you have good intentions and you're, I think you can you can be on the right path with good, good intentions, you know, whether you're using social media or your own profession, you know, through social work, um, ECE, any helping profession, I think you're working to make that difference. So yeah. in your opinion, the cliche is very valid when it comes to a micro level, a one on one work. And you're saying that it has the potential to also be true on a global platform in terms of participating in hashtags and online advocacy. Yes, it, it goes both ways. I, I think it might be a little bit easier on a micro level because you know, you're maybe dealing directly with that person face to face depending on the profession you're in, or if it's just a conversation with a friend, um, I think you can get that point out there a little bit quicker or more clear, but through social media, it might take a lot more effort. If you're trying to reach a global scale, that requires a lot of time, campaigns, yeah. using hashtags. Um, you got to really plan that out and to, you know, reach a high level of people. Yeah, it's more of a collective effort. Yeah. yeah, I totally agree with what Daniel's saying. For like me personally, I feel like I could make a difference, in and in especially in my field with the children that I work with or the families that I work with and things that they're going through. And they come to you to kind of help them in their lives in a way where like you, you're that backbone for them when they're struggling with helping with their kids. So these parents, some parents work so many hours and they don't get to see their kids grow up. So we were like, we work for them as like a partner system to make a difference, right? To help them like show them like, hey, like these are your kids first steps that they took today and we record it for them and we find any way to make a difference in their lives because it's not always oh my easy gosh they know. miss their kids first step this family they put their child in so early into daycare because it's just the way their jobs were and yeah. she this child literally grew up at my daycare it was like her home away from home and so i i could imagine how hard it was 
for those families, those parents to miss those milestones because literally they would just pick her up from daycare when they're done work, feed her, bathe her, put her to bed. And then that was her day with her family. So to make a difference in that way where I could be that extra person in in their child's life, an extra role model, an extra person where they could rely on. So my personal thing is, yes, one person can make a difference in that way. Even like being a friend for someone and like being there for them, you can make a difference in any way, right? But globally, I know that it's true that it can happen because I look at Akon, for example. He is a, a musical rapper, or R&B artist who hit fame, had so many art, um, amazing singles and songs and albums. And then he Where just dropped out. <laughs> He dropped out of music and it's because he wanted to make a difference. He built schools in Africa with all of his money. Like he makes a difference that way. I don't know if you know that, but like I I know other artists too. No, I just just, that's pretty cool. Yeah. He dropped out the face of the earth to make a difference. And you know, obviously with money you can probably do a lot more. It just it just takes that one person to say, Hey, I have the ability, I have the drive, I have the passion, I wanna make a difference. And you like Daniel said, using social media, using hashtags. Even if it's just a small part of something, it makes a difference. So like it is possible to globally change the world or add something to the world as positive as building schools or helping yeah. communities or families. But yeah, I mean, you have to have the passion, you have to have the drive for it. And you have to maybe even like relate to it in a way or feel for it in a way. Like even if you don't relate to it personally, you feel for those people and you want to make a difference for them. So it is true both ways. But like for me personally, it's the one on one. I agree with your point about the person to make a global change to have to be motivated and have passion for it. And also the point that you bring up about money, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Having the resources, having the money obviously makes it so much easier to make a air quote global uh, difference. But I could see how both of your professions on a micro level, a one-on-one level, um, because you've been in in the field for a couple of years already, uh, definitely probably already has made a difference in many of your clients' lives. And even through like, I just, something just clicked in my mind, like with social work, the good thing about it is that you're working on not just micro levels, but macro levels as well. You know, you can work through policy making and that that is an avenue of reaching multiple people, changing policies, advocating for new laws and, you know, regulations, you know, advocating for social justice. I think that's the one thing, good thing about social work as well, that you have that micro avenue to make change, but you have that macro level as well. So you're not just restricted to one area. So you can make, you can make effect to provincial policies as well as federal policies, mm-hmm. which I agree is the great thing about social work. And um, I think a, a lot of people don't really realize when they think of the profession, they usually think of yeah. micro work, you know, one-on-one work, counseling. Like, I don't know about you, like before you came into social work, but I always thought social workers, you know, I associated that with, you know, child welfare. Uh, I never really thought about how broad it is and how working mm. with policies on a community level. Like that's something that I would never thought of. Right. Yeah, that's so. kind of the stereotype mm-hmm. that people exactly. imagine beforehand, but it's actually, it can be taken to a whole other level. And apart from your careers, I just said careers really weirdly, but <laughs> apart from <laughs> your careers, when talking about your personal lives, do you also feel that one person has made a difference? If so, was this a positive experience or was this a negative difference? 
depending on what you're comfortable um, with I can go first for this or one. whatever comes to mind. There's lots of people in my life that made a huge difference, mostly family members and friends cl- friends that I'm close with. A few teachers, but not not in a way where um, it drastically changed my life. But a few, three years ago, my mom passed away and she was a huge person that I relied on and we took care of each other. And, and it was just one of those things where her death made a big impact in my life and I needed people to help me get on my feet. So my aunts and my uncles and my friends and my family, like they all helped me and they all made a huge difference, whether it was helping me finish college and then help me get my license and all that other stuff. It's just little things that they did. They made a huge difference and it impacted my life, obviously, in a positive way because now I'm working full time. I'm driving on my own, I'm making money, becoming an adult, which is so weird to lose a parent at that time where you're just about to hit that mark where you're like, yeah, I'm going to be an adult. I'm going to have a job. I'm going to start one day, have a family. And then they're gone. And you're like, what do you do? Like, I'm like, first of all, sorry for your loss. And I'm glad that you had the support system that you did from your aunts and uncles. And even just because I know you personally, like you were talking about how it was in a way where you were taking care of your mother. So Yeah, so growing up, she had diabetes. She had other health problems. She kind of always looked at life like, oh, I'm just going to live it. Who cares about the consequences? And I loved her to death. And she always took care of me to the best of her ability. But I was the one taking care of her. It was also like a negative impact on me. So it was a huge, it was just huge difference for me in my life in general. And then to have my family be there to support me. That's a very different dynamic that not a lot of children, parents, have with each other your roles are kind of not really reverse but more so you're on the same level i grew up not going to parties and you know not hanging with my friends as much or not doing like those normal teenage things because i had to be home and make sure my mom was okay like i had to grow up kind of fast type of thing so I think your personal like experience well first of all the fact that you had all that happen to you while you're becoming a young adult And for you to have the resiliency to be successful with your career and, as you said, be an adult <laughs> yeah, is amazing and it shows your strength. Um, and, and it also supports the cliche that one person can make a difference. Your aunts and your uncles made that difference in your life. Yeah, I mean, I would have struggled. I struggled, but like I knew I had them for support and They helped me when it came to figuring out my money and figuring out where I was going to live and figuring out my schooling and my driving, like literally just putting me on my feet and kind of just essentially helping me become a young adult and starting my life, especially without my mom. I was very lucky. I'm very privileged to have a a loving family like that. That's amazing. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) And Daniel, how about for you personally? Yeah. So um, in high school, I had a, a gym teacher. It was in grade nine. He really paved the way on my fitness journey, I guess. Um, he was really motivational. He had all the qualities of a good leader. He really opened up that avenue of using the gym as an outlet. And it really pushed me to start getting active. I was really scrawny in high school. Yeah, I don't know. He just really, he really motivated me. He always gave us good advice, like the boys. And I wasn't the most like athletic looking or most athletic type. And when I found out that, hey, like, you know, you can work out and that can be your own stress reliever. I'm like, hey, I might not be good in sports, but I'm like, I, I like working out. This is my way of dealing with stress or just, you know, maintaining that healthy lifestyle. So he really showed us how to work out, took us to the gym, 
taught us all that. So I think he was really inspirational. I still remember him to this day. He yeah. gave you a positive coping mechanism. Yes. And just a way of living my life. It's just maintaining a healthy lifestyle as well. Like it's just a part of me. And that's when I really started you know, dedicating myself after that school year. I started going to the gym and it's just been something that I do. I've done ever since. So, you know, I thank him for that. And plus like my brothers as well. Like it's the gym has always been around me, I guess, growing up with older brothers and then using it as well. He really paved that way as a positive male figure who made a difference in my life in that aspect. And also my mom as well. She's always been here for me since day one, always supported me through everything, you know, always there to talk to, um, you know, her views and my views may be different at times, but she's always been there to light the way for me. Yeah. Those are, I think, two really big people in my life. And I'm just my friends as well, my close friends and um, have all made a difference in some form or another. It sounds like your former teacher and your mom and obviously some of your friends, like you have qualities about them that you look up to. Uh, It sounds to me that they took on a mentor role Mm -hmm. and helped while you were growing up and steered you in the right direction. Of course. And I, I think they were there for me at really like crucial moments in my life where I needed that the most. You know, my mom has always been there for me, but I think through those times, those tough times that I really needed it, really paved the way for me to where I am today, right? And same with that fitness lifestyle. That's part of me. That's part of who I am today. So I think they were there for me at those crucial times and started me young and sort of led the way to where I am today. So yeah, I'm really thankful for that. It was a really good time in my life that that I had that support. Now the viewers can't see you, so they're going to need visual proof. <laughs> Ah, really? you, should, you should plug your Instagram. I will. Do you like a before and after picture? But Maddie? Yeah. So, is there any kind of last thought from either of you that you want to add in regarding this cliche or anything that came to mind while we were recording and we couldn't get to? Well, I pretty much just want to say doing this podcast, thank you, Cindy, for one, because I love these types of things where I could talk about my personal experiences and maybe make a difference in someone's life if they're going through the same thing, you know, just need someone to relate to. So I love this. Thank you. And, you know, to do it with my best friend that I've known since like grade school, he's been there for me and as well has been there for him through everything in life. And uh, it's really fun to do this experience with him. Yeah, I just think everyone should find a friend like that and find ways to make a difference, even if it's just small difference and whether it's in your friend's life or your family's life and you know, your work situations or anything like that, like find any way to make a small difference. You'll literally feel that like how it changes your life and how it changes your relationships and your job. <laughs> it could literally change your whole life just making a small difference. So um, find those friends, keep them close, have fun and live your life and make a difference I guess but yeah Aww. that's all I had to say on that <laughs> I love that that's so sweet thank you by the way <laughs> <laughs> thank you Cindy for having me as well glad we've been able to share that experience of going through social work together and it's yeah. so amazing to see where we are at today and I can say that you've made a difference in my life um, in many ways just always being there thank for me you. and our friendship and you know same for you Maddie be my best friend since we were you know little kids um, you've always been there for me and I'm so appreciative of that um, and I'm, I'm really thankful to share this pat- platform of using your podcast as a way to get the message out there that you know you can make a difference even if it's just one person there's so many avenues 
I think as long as you put your mind to it and you have that strength and dedication, I think it can go long ways. And uh, yeah, I'm curious to see what the future holds in my career and how I'm able, how I'll be able to use that career as a way to make a difference in other people's lives. So it should be should be an interesting. And I definitely agree. Uh, this episode is a good reminder that what may seem like a little gesture to someone uh, that wouldn't would really make a difference for you could make a huge difference in their day or in their lives when this cliche one person can make a difference depending on the context we're applying it to can hold a lot of truth to it like for people not going through the best of times with their mental health or even say in the environment one person can make a difference if everyone is I mean, that's kind of, I guess, in a way, it's like collectively, but (laughs) collectively, but when you think of yourself, one person in your life, if if you're taking uh, more efforts to go green, then yes, that can make a difference for the environment. Well, and you know what? Sorry to cut you off there, Cindy. Like, I am literally thinking about how this pandemic is too. Like, how by people staying home, not going out, just doing that makes a difference in this pandemic. Doing your part in that little way. Like, even though it's something small, you're making a difference. Like, literally, we're living it in this cliche right now. And I think... um, (gasps) That's very true. (laughs) Everyone's doing their part. And I think in the long run, it's going to make a difference considering, like, we're literally living in a weird world right now where we can't go outside. We can't, you know, hang out with friends and like celebrate birthdays and you know so it's really strange like how this fits right now in our lives right now and yeah uh, it's good to always kind of remind yourself you know these so, are yeah. that's a good um, point unprecedented times yeah <laughs> i just thought of that so i was like oh mm-hmm. that's crazy <laughs> I like that it applies to the current situation yeah. not that yes. i want it to you know not that i want this whole yeah. thing to be <laughs> yeah yeah for sure of <laughs> um kind of all our final thoughts yeah and yeah. that wraps up the episode thank you for listening and thank you thank you for being on this episode maddie and daniel 